Good evening, everybody. If if I haven't shake your hand since since we came back from Mexico, um, I shake your hand. It's uh, I don't know. When I walk in, walked in, into the building, you, you can feel, I don't know, every time I walk in the, in, into the church, I, I, I can feel, you know, the peace that looks like it's, it's the, the carpet and, and chairs and walls are just soaked with, with the peace and, and with the presence of God. And uh, I don't know, that's, that's my personal, uh, you know, my personal feelings and my personal uh, senses, right? That, that's what I sense. But uh, I know there is, there is a lot of prayers uh, prayed here in, in this room. And uh, uh, this church never been just a religious organization. It always been a church where, where the Holy Spirit is, uh, is welcomed and, and, and uh, Jesus Christ would be the head of the church. Always a man. Never been a man who, is, uh, uh, who was in control of this church. It's always been the Holy Spirit. Always been uh, God Almighty. Amen. That's why when we walk in the, in, into the church, we can feel, we can feel the Holy Spirit here. Amen. I don't know. I'm, I'm just getting emotional. Uh, and especially I, when I walked, uh, walked out of um, uh, the building, and I, I met Bonnie, right? She's from South Korea. Uh, she is uh, first time here, right? Right, Bonnie? And, yeah, welcome, welcome to Isaac's Youth and welcome to Church of the Living God. Maybe somebody else is the first time here. Is, is, is here anybody who is first time here? No? Okay. And I met uh, uh, Bonnie on, on, uh, uh, on outside of the church. And I shared a couple, couple testimonies that I, that, uh, uh, how Jesus saved me. How Jesus saved me. When I was laying on the side of the road, was preparing myself to die, and Jesus was coming, was walking by, and he just, he did not ignore me. He, he uh, stretched his hand towards me, and he lifted me up, and he gave me the hope, and he gave me um, everything that I, I remember and it's, it's his hand. I mean, I'm still in his hand. And, and since then, so many miracles happened into, happened into my life. And it's still happening. They're still happening because Jesus is still alive. And I was, when I was sharing uh, with, with Bonnie, my, it just, it's like everything just came back. And, and I was like, God, I just... I'm not thanking him enough for everything that he he's done to me. When you get when you get closer to Jesus, when you get closer to God, the only thing you want is to say, "Let it be let it be more of you and less of me. Let it be more of you, more of you in my family, more of you in in my country." 
more of you in, 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 in our church, more of you in, in, in the friendship, more of you in, 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 uh, when, you, when you're raising your kids, more of you in school, more of you everywhere. And, uh, and, and I just want to thank him for everything he is, he, uh, he is doing here. And I know that God has a special plan. And, my, and it's the biggest joy to find out that he has a purpose. Uh, uh, he has a perfect uh, will for my life. And he has a great purpose for me. And nothing else w- will matter. Nothing else will, will bring you joy. Nothing else, will, uh, nothing else will satisfy your life. But when the God is number one in your life, you will see miracles. You will see, you will see a lot of you know, joyful moments in your life. And you will never going to regret that, that, you, would, that you, you, you just said yes to Jesus. That, that you did not refuse his offer. I don't know. And I, I just, I'm just full of, of thankful, uh, to, I mean, uh, full of thanks to, to, to God. That he's he been uh, uh, giving me miracles, creating miracles, and it's, he is still doing miracles, and he is still uh, uh, changing me and changing all, uh, changing all of us here. Amen? So, uh, just, I don't know, the atmosphere, you just want to thank him and just praise and pray and, and just, I don't know, that's, that's what, what's going on in my heart. I spent uh, uh, last evening alone um, I'm just going to say I went to Banya yesterday, okay? Just by myself. First time ever. Probably first. And what I did, I just just went from uh, hot sauna to... I went to Korea, Banya. Korean sauna, right? From one hot spot to another hot spot to a cold, uh, cold pool, and every time I, I walked in, I was like, "God, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for everything, thank you for that, thank you for that, thank you for that, thank you for that, thank you for di- uh, for not killing me in that moment, thank you for giving me a joy, thank you for giving me uh, 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 an answer here and there, and it was like was amazing. It looks like it's it's. It's not just a season of, uh, it's not a thank, uh, Thanksgiving, right, the season. That's why we, we have to thank, we have to do something with uh, Thanksgiving. It just has to be in, in just, the, just the atmosphere of your heart, to be thankful to, uh, for everything. Thank you for easy moments. Thank you for hard moments. Thank you for, for even for tickets that you're getting uh, for, for speeding, you know, because they, uh, it's, it's a learning. It, it God gives you a, 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 a warning and opportunity to, to change. Thank you for, for, uh, for everything, basically. If, you, if you're praying to God, if you're in, in his will, everything will, will benefit you. Amen. And we just came from uh, came back from Mexico. It was an amazing trip. It was it was a great trip. Uh, Fifteen people all together in one bus for uh, ten days. It was actually it was great. Actually, it was great. We we had a great uh, time together, and we had a great time to uh, honor God, honor God, and to see lives changed. 
to see church changing and to see God moving in, uh, in, in every way. Uh, even when, when the bus broke down, uh, we saw a miracle. I mean, uh, I don't know, I, I can, or somebody can share what, uh, what happened there and why we consider it a miracle and, and uh, God's, God's grace. Usually when bus or something breaks, you, you uh, uh, would like to say, oh man, this is a sad moment. No, it's a sad moment if you don't look close, if, you just, if, if you're just uh, stating the, uh, that it's, it's, oh, it's a bad, something bad happened. When, when, when you start looking for small details, you, you can see the big, big, beautiful picture of it. And you can say, well, God, thank you for, for breaking uh, the bus. It's, it was good. It was great. It was great. Amen? Amen. And uh, we want to, uh, I, would, I would like to uh, just ask whoever came uh, on a mission trip, our friends, uh, just to share what, what, what is in your heart. What, uh, maybe, maybe we can share something about, because we, we are part of this church. We're not just, uh, you know, uh, Sola. Uh, uh, Sola, we're not superstars, amen? Uh, we have a superstar, and, and it's just one superstar. There's no little stars. We're just his servants, amen? And, uh, and we want to tell about superstar, how superstar, what superstar is doing in Mexico, amen? That's our testimony. And I just want to ask you, who, who wants to come first and, and share your uh, just a couple of minutes, maybe two, three minutes? Maximum. You know once? Yeah? Alex? Alex? Alex. Okay. You'll be Lidacol. Do you know what Lidacol means? Icebreaker, yeah. Big one. Do you want to be last? Only because you feel like you have to be last, you'll be first. Amen. Yeah, there's, uh, man, I don't know where to start. There's like 50 things I wanted to say, but um, first of all, hola, obviously. Hola, amigos, amigas. Um, Man, it was, uh, what a trip. First time I ever... um, you know, traveled on a missionary trip. It was, it was eye-opening. I think that uh, man. I came back Monday. Um, I went to Canada, and I was give, I was giving a mill tour, and uh, the guy was talking for two hours. And I, I'm honest to God, I don't remember a single thing he said. Um, the whole the whole time I was just standing there, sitting there, like, man, do you know anything about God? He was telling me about jams and doors, and I'm like, man, who who cares, you know? And uh, why why does it matter and you and you come back and you're like you just your eyes are open and you're wondering man what why did i ever put these obstacles in front of god and say hey man how come this isn't solved how come this isn't resolved and you're like and god just probably sits back and like okay look give this guy a couple years and he'll understand you know and it's just it's amazing how god has worked that in my life and uh you know i shared a testimony um of how i came to well I didn't, I didn't want anything to do with God, but he found me out. Um, that was my testimony. It was all his glory. Um, it was just amazing to see the people in, in Mexico, though. Um, sorry, I'm just jumping from one topic to the other. 
in uh, in a short time frame. But um, it was just good to see the. Uh, um, you might think it's like okay, he's going to talk about them being poor, us being rich, and it's like I don't almost see the opposite, the other way around. Those people are so down to earth, so hungry for God, and it's like, man, do we even have that in America? Do we even? have that kind of desire for God, like these people come up there in the front, they're crying, they're weeping, and you're like, wow. I mean, technically they need us, but it's like, man, we kind of need them in a sense, like to see how open they are to accepting what God has for them. Um, so, and then one last thing I wanted to share, and I was just like, you know, I spent a couple of days crying like a little girl, and um, I think it was a good thing, though. And uh, and I was like, God, man, what is it, what does this all mean? And it's And then... I actually found out at work that one of the ladies, I, I, you know, I had a good relationship with her. I talked with her a lot. You know, I said, man, I used to do this, I used to do that, and God helped me out. And, and I actually found out this week she's a lesbian. And I'm like, wow, you know, like, this is where the real battle begins. It's not going to Mexico on the trip. It's great. It, it's, your, it's your firework, but it's like you don't want that to die. You want that to continue. My parents even told me, they said, you know, this, this is great, Alex, that you went to Mexico. It's, it's great. But now, now you need that endurance. Now you need that building of your character. So it was just, hey, amen, that's all i got to say. Ben, you're next. Where's Ben? Not lost. It will be third, okay? Okay. Who wants to go? Josh? <laughs> Elka? Kenya? Oh, Josh? Okay. Okay. Now you can uh, speak English, okay? <laughs> without, without any consequences, okay? <laughs> Um, uh, being one of the youngest in the group, uh, I felt like I wasn't going to do much and not knowing much Spanish, I felt like I was just going there just to watch from the background. And, um, I noticed that a lot of Mexicans, like they wanted change and a lot of people were getting changed, but I felt like, uh, I was getting changed also. Um, my eyes started opening to problems, stuff that I need to fix. And like Alex, when, once I got home and first day of school, I see like how a whole bunch of my friends are like perverted and everybody in my school is just doing a whole bunch of bad stuff and how everybody's changing around me. And um, I just wanted to say that um, mission trips are awesome and I'm hoping that I can go again. And we need to learn Spanish. Um, so, um, this trip was uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> um, definitely the drive there uh, was really crazy too, but we had some, uh, during that time when we were like, going to um going to driving there we had some time to like spend with god and kind of get closer 
and to prepare ourselves for um, like when we were in Mexico. And then when we got there, I didn't really know what to do because I was the youngest and yeah, I didn't really know what to do or I don't know, I didn't know like um, who to help, who to talk to. And the hard thing is that I don't know Spanish also. So I'm kind of trying to communicate, you know, I just say random stuff and hope they understand what I'm saying. And, um, but it was like after, like when we were driving back, we had, we had like uh, some time to like pray and thank God and just, um, I don't know, it was, it was was awesome to see how, how they live, like, in life, and how, like, when we think, like, we have enough, we, when we think we have everything, we, we look at, we look back at them, and we see how little they have, and how happy they are with, with what they have, and they still praise God, and they're so happy, and, um, and when we went to the villages, it was, um, that was pretty crazy also um to see like the kids there and um how they dressed up was actually really crazy because it was so hot and they were wearing pants and uh yeah but um yeah and when we since like we were me josh and elvina we were in skits and um we know i know we like we all noticed that um, like all of them, all the kids, whenever we would say something, they would follow along. And I even heard that, um, they remembered some of the skits from last time that they came back. So I thought that was pretty crazy. And yeah, I loved it. I would, I would come back again with Spanish. <laughs> okay. You have a short time to, to learn Spanish, right? Okay, who is next? Huh? Vale? Uh-huh. Okay. Vale? Ayuna? Давай, Vale. А потом Ayuna. Hello, <laughs> everyone. Um, тоже хочу сказать большое спасибо Богу за все, что Он сделал на mission trip. Просто воздать Ему всю славу и всю хвалу за... Честно сказать, это просто... Эм, нужно пережить это все, то, что там происходило на Mission Trip. Так словами все может быть невозможно передать всеми эмоциями, всеми фибрами своими. Но вот именно то, что эм, там вот происходило, это... Просто видишь, честно сказать, молодежь не отличается, их проблемы не отличаются от наших проблем. Их ситуации в жизни не отличаются от наших ситуаций, которые мы проходим. Мы проходим как ну, вверх и вниз, мы проходим всякие ситуации в жизни, которые у нас настроение нету читать Библию, у нас нету молиться Богу утром, да, встать пораньше. Точно так же и они проходят эти все ситуации в жизни, struggles, да, и просто видя то, что у них есть вот а, стремление, у них есть а, жажда по Богу, больше Бога иметь в своей жизни, 
меня это просто удивило, что какая-то Мексика, да, там далеко за 3-9 земель, но они все равно жаждают Бога. У них все равно есть вот эта жажда по Богу каждый день вставать, читать, сделать, делать какие-то обещания Богу давать. И честно сказать, слава Богу, спасибо каждому из вас, кто молился. Я знаю, что многие молились, присылали текст-месседжес, что вы молитесь, что вы там среди ночи некоторые молились тоже. Спасибо большое каждому за молитвы. Чувствуется поддержка молодежи, чувствуется, что мы не просто молодежь какие-то, Разные люди сидим на разных стульях, но мы как family, мы одна часть, мы одна семья. И честно сказать, Бенька, good job, что ты поехал на mission trip. Я хочу поделиться таким свидетельством маленьким. Я с мамой сидела, ну, после, когда приехала после mission trip, сидела, разговаривала. Не знаю, самое больше то, что меня как бы поразило, вот это вот, что мы должны быть как дети. Мы ехали назад уже, когда в Сиатл уже возвращались, и couple minutes, может, минут 15, да, я сидела сзади вот Бен, and we just had a talk, just, just like brother and sister, you know, like, just, just nice talk. I was like, Бенька, говорю, как бы, что ты прочувствовал, вот когда ты поехал, то, ну, he shared, I shared a little bit, да, и потом просто я у него спросила, знаете, мы иногда... Как взрослые люди, да, мы уже молодежь, да, мы иногда в своей голове очень много думаем. Но нам иногда нужно быть как маленькими детьми. И когда вот Дима говорил, да, просто подходите, молитесь за людей, благословляйте их. И я увидела такую картину. Бенька подошел, стоит мужчина такой. Большой мужчина стоит, знаете, такой, может, ростом, как Дима. И, честно сказать, это... Просто эта картина меня так сильно тронула. Он стоит, этот мужчина руки поднял вверх, у него слезы с глаз текут. Я стою, смотрю, опускаю глаза, и там Бенька стоит на него, молится, так руки возложил, молится за него. Не знаю, для меня это было очень сильно видеть, то, что в нем есть вот такая вот а, вера, знаешь. И мне сразу вместо описания из Библии, из Библии пришло «Будьте как дети». Мы должны быть как дети. Мы просто должны вот довериться Богу, и пускай Бог ведет. Не знаю, вот такое вот у меня то, что было сказать. Окей, okay, Юнский, you're next. Ой. Hi, guys. We missed you guys. Um, first of all, I can't hear, so I'm gonna have to... I'm not even kidding, I can't hear. Okay, um, Mexico was, uh, it was very powerful for me, I think. I don't know what to even say, where to start. Um, when we got to Mexico, um, I really don't, I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> we had like a few people who could, and I can't. Um, and so I was just like, Holy Spirit, I don't really have anything to give The only thing I have is, is you. И я просто понимала, что that's the only thing we can give. And so, um, for me, it was really powerful when, when, we, when we were praying. It was amazing. Как дух так сильно Господь, He was moving in hearts of people. Like, I was just kind of surprised because I was like, Holy Spirit, я просто тебя призываю. Я не знаю, я не знаю ситуацию, я не знаю, what's going on here. But all I know is I, you have the answer. You have 
what they need. And um, every girl that I prayed for you to cast you, and I'm like, I'm like, God, I just, you have to come. You have to just show up because there's nothing to give. And every that I don't, I was just so, it's just, перед глазами, they just start to break. And I'm like, Господь, thank you for, for being faithful, for coming and just for doing your work. Um, for doing your work here in Mexico. I think um, a powerful moment for me was there was this woman who came up and I just went to, no, Malili's for a bunch of people and she's an older woman. I don't, I don't know her at all. And I started praying for her. And then I'm like, just hug her. And she just broke down. She just like, like into, into me, she just wouldn't let go. And I'm like, because I don't even know her. And on my spirit, I'm just praying in tongues. I'm praying in tongues. And I hear healing, 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 healing. And all I can say is healing, healing. And I didn't know like maybe there's something in her heart that was going on. But I just, I kept hearing that word in my spirit. And then I go to let her go and she won't let me go. And she keeps praying. Um, so at one point, I, we went our separate ways. later came up to her and talked to her. And apparently her son was diagnosed with leukemia. Leukemia. He was, he's sick right now. And so... Um, it was just such an amazing testimony that the Holy Spirit просто делал свою работу там, but um, it was, you can feel the prayers of people who were praying for us while we were there. Um, I think that was such an amazing moment to see the Holy Spirit just moving there. Um, but more than anything, I realized it's a revelation of mission trips are awesome. It's my second mission trip. When we went to Africa, same effect, because I came home, mon- I was home on Monday. Everybody else went to work. Suckers. I'm just joking. I got to be home, and uh, it was perfect day because <laughs> don't don't hate. <laughs> just joking. Um, it was a perfect moment for me just to kind of be quiet before the Lord, and He was just talking to my heart, just saying, "It's good to go to mission trips. They're very eye-opening. They're really great. But you understand that the work here is so huge in, in Bothell. That's why God has been placing Bothell on our heart um, to work here, to labor in the fields here, to work." for the kingdom. Um, I think it was a really great time because we all had a lot of time freezing at, at night. We had a night where it was like 16 degrees and I was like, I can't feel my face. It's pretty bad, but it was, um, it was ups and downs, but it, it was um, definitely an amazing time to go and be able to minister there. So, amen. Okay, this is my first time going to Mexico and you guys is you guys went five times, right? This was fifth time. Okay. And I was uh, watching. It was such a joy to see how our youth and everybody was preaching and, and such a growth. And uh, despite that, like Sunday morning, there's a church. It's a two and a half years old, right, church and pastor and, and such um, uh, respect in a good way, not like, you know, making us idols or anything, but such a respect because what I've noticed that there's a lot, there's 
We've been blessed because we've been taught by pastors and ministers here in the church to to be as the mothers and, and fathers to the younger generation. A lot of people there is is lacking of it because um, I've seen a lot of people would come up and they want to open up a heart like they, they want to they want someone to talk to like there's one girl like she is she's so heartbroken she fell in love with this guy and nothing going on and she does not know what to do with it and she has nobody to talk to and here we you know we were able to open up um, and kind of advise or, or say and pray. Um, another thing is what I've noticed is um, when we went to the church and it was such an honor for us. We didn't know it. We didn't plan that, but they actually asked Dima and I or, or our youth to share about purity, about relationship between, you know, boys and girls and how to get married, right? And it happened right on Wednesday when it was our 20th anniversary. It was uh, awesome coincidence. It was God planned, and I think it was really great atmosphere because before we felt, you know, when when you teach someone about purity, and you guys know how it is. It's uh, at first is like wow, good, and then people start to think, no, it's way too hard. It's not for me. Maybe it's for some chosen ones, but then what? Well, that's what happened with that church with Andres. Year went by. He was kind of quiet. He didn't want to set. But now this trip, he was actually almost begging us, right, to come and to talk about because there's so many problems and obstacles that he faced. He faced as a well. He's a single too, but he's a youth minister there in the church. So he asked us to, and this time I noticed like everybody kind of like open their ears. I, that's what I felt and when we talked, right? Um, and one lady after, after service, older woman, she was there on the youth service. She came to me and she said, I have been praying for so long. So those kind of subjects would be raised in our church that somebody would talk about purity. Somebody would talk how to uh, build the right, right relationship and marriage. So that was really, really good for me. Um, and um, people are hungry there. Also, when we went to uh, villages, it was amazing to see. Uh, so we did mostly our work was in the church, build and strengthen the church. And, um, but but in, during the day, we went to the villages. And pastor went ahead and he talked to the principals of the school, uh, schools. There was three schools, right? Three villages, three schools. Uh, so first village um, was about 140 kids. So the whole school with teachers came to listen to the uh, yogi bear message <laughs> about God. Uh, there is only one God, right? True God. There's only one true God. It is a miracle. And it was, tr- you know, translated and, and very nicely put and interesting. And, and um, so we went to the three villages, three schools. So next, next village, there was how many, Alina? Was I, I was, 
Окей, okay, we were doing the эти бутерброды, sandwiches. I think we did 140 sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was good. And, and when Alina asked, they did remember the message from the previous year. So it was, it was awesome, yeah. So for me, um, to summarize it, it was such a joy to see, как сказать, зрелость maturity of you guys or uh, who served there. I was kind of more even on the sidelines, you know, praying, but it was such a joy to see it. Awesome. Кто? Эля, Эля, тебе сказали. Thanks. I know. <laughs> so this was my first mission trip and my first time in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> so the night before we left, I was with my dad and my mom, and we prayed about Mexico. And I was like, I was happy. I was like, hey, we're gonna go to Mexico. It's gonna be good. And then on the on the day of we were leaving in school, I was like trying to get all my homework, and then all my teachers are like, I can't talk to you right now. Yeah, you can, you know. And then I got all my homework, and then my dad came to pick me up, and then we were getting ready, and we left. And then our air conditioning stopped working for the last, like, 20, 20 hours, right? Yeah, and so then I was, like, dying in the car. I was like, it's so hot, you know, you can't do anything. And then there I was, um, I was like, I was like, whatever, it's fine, you know. It's hot here anyways, you can't do anything. And so then I was... And then I started feeling sick the whole time. So I was like, man, that's not, that's not okay. And then I was thinking the whole time, I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm just like, you know. And then all these things started happening. Like I had a conflict and then um, Vala fell and then I felt bad for her. And then uh, other stuff happened. And then it was like the day before my birthday, I was like, hey, everything's going to be happy, you know. And then, to, and then I wake up at three in the morning and Alina and I were sharing a bed, but I couldn't find Alina. So I was freaking out. So I went to the pool and I tried to find her and I couldn't see her there. So I was like, I don't know where Alina is. And then she was sleeping with Asia on the other bed. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and so then it was like, that was three in the morning. And then I wake up at eight and it was my birthday and I wasn't feeling good. So I was like, this is great, you know. And so then, um, Later, after, like, I think it was the last day we were leaving from San Carlos, thank you. Uh, we, uh, we were leaving, and I was, like, thinking of, like, everything we've done. And, like, even though, like, so many weird stuff happened, <laughs> I was really happy that I went. And then Dedezima came up to me twice, and he was like, will you go again? Are you happy you came? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy I went, and yeah. <laughs> She she didn't say even half of of her, of her uh, excitement and and her feelings, and uh, she probably saving that for for next testimony, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, she's crazy. And the boss is like, okay, who is that? Who was who was that flying? Oh, Ella. Okay, good. Uh, we have a big boss, so we we can 
yeah, do acrobatics there. Uh, okay, who is gonna be next? Yamushka, давай. Hello, hi six eight. I had a lot of um, I had a lot of questions on this trip. I have a lot of I had a lot of questions. My first question is, why did the AC break in the bus? Uh, yeah, right, right when we got to California, when the sun was coming out and it, and it was getting hot, it's like why why couldn't you know our bus like blow up and then we'd have to get a new bus? It's like no, AC breaks and we have to keep driving with it. You know, that was my first question. It's like okay, I'm li- I'm like okay, whatever. AC broke. It it it's okay. I have a reputation for enjoying hot weather, so I'm just gonna pretend like it's not bothering me. Okay, AC broke. Then, then, then we 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 get to Mexico, and Ben flies into a cactus. And you're like, how? It's like we've been to Mexico five times. Nobody ever got hurt in a cactus, and this guy flies into a cactus. You're like, okay, whatever. And then he falls off a treadmill, and you're like, okay. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then, and then, and then, and then Valia falls and hurts her bus, and you're like, okay, I don't understand anything anymore. And then Josh re re injures his ankle. And then I hurt my shoulder that hasn't been bothering me in, in three years. And I'm, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, why is all this happening to us? We should have. And my first thought was, you know what? Everyone who got hurt should have probably stayed home. God is probably trying to tell us you should have stayed home. Exactly. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. And then we're leaving and then there's problems in the hotel. And then our bus really breaks on, on, on the way back. And we have to spend the night at Walmart. And... You know, most of us, like normal people, we slept in the freezing bus. Dennis decides to go inside the Walmart, and, you know, he's like, oh, I found an outlet. I plugged my phone in, and I was just sleeping. And I'm like, you probably look like a bum. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, God, why is all this happening to us? We're going to Mexico. We're serving people. It's like, I have all these questions, and I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, well, you know, knowing God, I'll probably never get an answer, and you just have to take it and just move on and just and just live and and then uh and then uh this whole week at work has been kind of like frustrating too and it's like every day it's like god why is this happening i thought it was over in mexico and then wednesday xusha went to to work half the day and I, and i and i was home with becky and she just starts screaming and she very rarely screams but she's just screaming and she won't eat but she wants to eat and I don't know what to do with her anymore. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, I'm going to lose it right now. It, 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 really. <laughs> and she's just screaming. And I'm just like, just enjoy the sound. Just enjoy the sound. Just enjoy the sound. Music to my ears. And then, and then, and then God kind of humbled me and said, I'm trying to get a point across. And you don't seem to get it. <laughs> That's why your baby's screaming. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I got it. And he, and he just kind of started speaking to me, kind of re- started reminding me of all the people we've seen on, 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 you know, in Mexico that we've seen on previous trips. Like he started reminding me, like, you know, remember, you know, the first time you, you went, you know, do you remember, you know, this guy? And, you know, what, what, what he's like now? You know, do you see that growth in his life? It's like, and then I guess the brightest, brightest person God showed me is uh, Omar. I don't know if you guys remember Omar, you know, that tall Guy Omar and I remember, 
I don't I think it was in April when we came we had a seminar during the day and and I remember he was just like bawling there. I remember he was just eyes eyes over him and then he fell when when we were praying for him and 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 then and then you we were talking to Kenny and apparently you know now they're having a home group in their house now they're doing all these all these crazy things and God just starts reminding you of these things and you're like oh that's why we're going you know that's why RAC broke down to, to remind us that you know there's a there's a bigger focus than you know our comfort there's a bigger focus than you know the kind of life that we're used to and on top of everything Alex was my roommate in all the rooms that was just a very unique experience but uh, the biggest thing is you come back and you're like, I wish I didn't even have this comfort here in America. I wish, I wish we just didn't have it. I don't know, and, you, and you just start trying to think of ways to not give yourself comfort, and then you start scaring yourself and you stop thinking about those things. But uh, you know that it's you know those are good thoughts. Those are the right thoughts. Amen. Natasha. Я продолжу тему, о чем говорил Нема насчет комфорт. У меня как бы interesting experience был going this time. Right before this trip, I had another trip, uh, week before. And uh, I went to Vegas, first time. <laughs> Just opportunity presented itself, and it was um, really cheap, I guess. So, <clears throat> so why not, I guess. <laughs> so, um, So while while we were there, I was like, wow, amazed by everything, and it's truly beautiful there. And как бы so ты видишь просто богатство такое, ну как бы столько денег там, ну как бы. I mean, you really it really amazes you how um, beautiful things are and uh, how expensive, how ну как бы действительно впечатляет как бы твои глаза. And um, so after we came back, you know, you know, Vegas trip. Here is Mexico. Там ты не как бы сильно ни о чем не думаешь. All you think about is like запаковаться быстрее поехать. You know. So when, once we get to Mexico, uh, in the first service, when Dima was preaching, I don't know, God was doing something in my heart. Um, it was such a contrast, first of all, from you know this richness, this beauty, this you know what. And we come to the simple church of just outside in the backyard where it's just. Um, very peaceful s- sunshine and um, little breeze and God is there. And um, I don't know, I was <laughs> I was crying pretty much the whole service and God was doing something in my heart. В Библии написано, что если тебе предложат все богатства дома за любовь, будет отвергнуться с презрением. And that's how I felt when, when we were there, that um, I would choose this over any day. I would choose this over what I saw in Vegas. And, you know, it reminded me when Jesus, it reminded me when, Je- when devil came, came to tempt Jesus and uh, he told him, bow to me and I will give you all the riches of this world. And, uh, and how Jesus chose us over that and um it just you know that all the riches and everything that had this world has to offer has 
doesn't even compare to what God has done for us and life with him. And um, so many times, you know, <coughs> this world, you know, we come to church, we come out different people every Sunday. And, um, for example, in Vegas, people, you know, people go to shows, they come out the same, even more empty than they came into. Um, so, like Dima was saying, sharing today, that my heart was just full of um, really thankful to God for just, you know, that he's faithful to us. And um, I don't know, being there, you could just, you hear this a lot, people saying, что, um, when you go to a mission trip, you receive more than you give. And that was, it's truly, that that was the case for me. I was there and I was just um, receiving so much, even though, It was amazing privilege to be used by God to pray over people, to encourage them, to lift, you know, just be an instrument in God's hands. But at the same time, um, God was doing something in, in all of us. And I, I could tell that, you know, just a couple of times, just look, you know, you look around and you see how God was dealing individually with some of us. And, you know, you turn around one person, you see it, that Holy Spirit is on them and they're just like, breaking down even though we're here to serve other people that God is doing something in our hearts you know like I look to one side there's Yulia Stifoglastin and God is just doing something in her heart she's just like breaking down from Holy Spirit on the other hand Madhu Elichka stayed you know just tears streaming down her face and it was I don't know it was an amazing experience and it, I guess it's something you have to all experience when you go I mean So one thing I wanted to share was uh, being going going there. I think it was my fourth time, and um, it was really awesome to see, um, really a blessing to see different members of our youth come. And this trip, honestly, I was a little worried. Like, how are we going to be with so many people, so many people on the bus, and so many people? Like, you know, when we go from place to place, and if plans change or something. And I just want to share um, testimony that. You can just see God's Holy Spirit in our group, um, just the unity in in our team, like, first of all, in the same spirit with prayer and with ministry, but also, like, you know, if we were doing something, we had to go somewhere, change plans, like, there wasn't, like, an argument or someone, you know, putting, like, you know, their opinion first or, or something. I mean, it's a lot of small details, so it's hard to describe, But just for me, it was a big testimony of what, of what God can do and how, you know, we can, even the fact that we can come and stand alongside the youth and the people in those churches in Mexico. And if different people come, but they're in the same spirit, like they um, are sharing the revelations in the same, in the same spirit that other people have shared before them. And it was just amazing to see, to see God do that. And that was a big testimony for me, um, to see as well throughout the, the whole trip. And then um, something that I once shared that's something that I walked away with um, from this trip was um, really noticing people in in the church there, in the Shalom Church, where it's like, in, like our sister church, pretty much um, where we um, hosted the youth conference and they, well, who hosted us. And just there's certain people that I've noticed that they're really giving 
everything they have. And like people come and they're there on Sunday and then they have a Bible study in their group and then they're, you know, their relatives who might be like on drugs or alcohol, they're serving them and um and like pastor's wife was sharing with me she you know she's like people think this is their home and some people come in the morning and then they leave and then more people come in the evening and then they leave and and just I don't know just that spirit of um people taking God's word and then letting it out and sharing it like um, for example pastor's wife was telling me that there's these people you know they are new in the church and they go and they tell all their neighbors like what they hear on Sundays and they're excited to share God's word and I see for me it's such a testimony testimony and and so refreshing to see people so excited about God's kingdom and and you know maybe um you know we we see people maybe someone who's not there anymore or, or something like that but but it just encouraged me to see so many people who are really giving so like all of their heart and their time to serve others and to share the gospel and and it just made me more excited for in the potential that God has for all of us here for all of young people with with school clubs and with kids ministry and with the neighborhoods around us like I want to have that same excitement you know for for my neighbors and for my coworkers and for the city around us to to not pass by those opportunities to share excitement about the kingdom and it's just something that God has been reminding me of since since they came back and I think um I'm just just excited for for God to open our hearts more and 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 then definitely those those people were a really big example to me and um always like always the pastors of the church too um pastor Rogelio and Narita they're they're amazing and it's just a blessing to be part of the same family with them. Alinochka, ty budeš potom? Takže to znamená čerz jednoho člověka, když čas. Dávaj čas. Hi. This is my third time going to Mexico, and can say I love it even more. I know just every time I keep falling in love over and over again with the people there. And this time I really got to build more relationships with people because I was taking Spanish classes <laughs> so I could talk to them. You know, it was great. But, <laughs> and um, just, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff to share. I was at Katie's house on Tuesday and I talked to her for four hours and that's, you know, everything I had to say. But one testimony that was really I guess it's something I, I see every single time is that so much more happens than we realize because we have this language barrier and we don't, like, we don't always know what happens. But one night, Valia was praying for this little girl. She's 10 years old. Her name is Chersi Karina. And we were talking to her parents, and for two or three weeks before we came, she was really praying to receive the Holy Spirit, like that, to be baptized and to speak in tongues. And that was, like, the only thing she would be praying for. And I was uh, playing during all the prayers, so that was kind of different for me this time. Now I know how Ksusha feels <laughs> the last, like, five years of her life. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ksusha. And um, well, we were talking to her parents, and th- they told us this. And I was watching Valia pray for her, and this girl 
was just breaking down. I don't know, they were praying for a really long time, and you can see God's really working in her life. And I was just talking to Vala, and Vala said, you know, I really feel something happened in her spirit, and her mom came up to us. And this girl, Chersey, she's just like sobbing. She went away in the corner, and we're talking to her mom, and her mom said, you know, I was asking her, why are you crying so much? And she's like, I'll tell you later, I'll tell you later. And her dad comes, and he starts talking. He's like, do you know what happened? We're like, no. And he said, you know, she's been praying for the Holy Spirit for a long time. And Vala turns to me, she said, Alina, I felt in my heart that she did receive the Holy Spirit. And they're like, Jersey, come here. <laughs> you know, where'd you go? And they're like, did you receive it? Did you actually? And she said, yes, I did. You know, she starts crying all over again. And, you know, it's just a reason for such great joy. And it's, you know, such a great testimony of something that happened in her life. And it was only, you know, because we were able to talk to her. But I believe there were so many other people who received something from God, who received that touch, you know, just, you know, playing up there and being able to observe everybody. I saw how God was moving in people. And, you know, knowing that, it's just really encouraging to know that when we go back there, something does happen in their hearts. Something does change in their lives. We're not just going. We're not just talking, you know. We're not just preaching. We're not just talking to these kids. And that's another thing. These kids have so much hunger. And, you know, she's only 10 years old, and she was praying for this, like seriously praying for the Holy Spirit. And it's something I want to see here in our kids, you know, in Yogi Bear and different places, in our Sunday school, you know, in, in kids' church and everywhere. Just seeing it there, I know it can happen here. And I don't know, I'm excited to see that fire, I guess, come, come here too. Hi. Hey. It's a lot of people here today. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going through my memory of the last couple of weeks, and there's so many things, and I'm like, okay, maybe we should give you guys something funny or maybe something serious or maybe something great, and I don't even know still what I'm going to talk about. Just come up here, and I'm just going to say what comes first to my mind. And the first thing that comes to my mind is character. Um, I think... Uh, the main vision that we have on mission trips is to build character in their youth, in their church, in their, in their, in their leaders, to, to come aside next to them and be like a coach and tell them, hey, this is how you promote a Bible plan. Hey, this is how you promote purity. This is how you promote, you know, uh, uh, the fear of God. This is how this, how this is done. And, and I think, uh, Every trip, we uh, get a better and better response. There's more and more uh, straight to the point questions. You know, how do we how do we attain this? How do we get this? What do we what do we do here? What do we do here? And and it's like uh, it's like you're building up you're building up something uh, and, and for God and, and 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 every time every time we go we go on a trip, it's like man, I'm getting on this bus and I already know it's going to break down. <laughs> it's like why am I going on this trip? It's like, why, you know, like, it costs me money. Uh, I want to be home with my, my wife and my baby. I'm I, I, uh, missing another Thanksgiving, going on this crazy bus. I have to be with these people and, and, and you know, and, uh, and either uh, uh, obstacles of suffocation or, or, or freezing to death, you know, both <laughs> polars, you know, like, <laughs> it was negative degrees in that Walmart parking lot, and I was in the driver's seat, and I have to open and close the door for everybody who needs to go and to the restroom at night. And every time, it's like a fresh, crisp breeze of air. It was so wonderful. And then I find out Dennis went and slept inside, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> why did I do that? <laughs> I just obeyed the orders of staying in the bus. <laughs> 
no, no. There was no orders. He, he, I, no, the whole time I was thinking, I need to go in Walmart and get something warm. And then I, uh, and I was like, no, I'll just find a blanket. And I, like, just, I brought three blankets on the trip, and I'm like, do I have enough courage to go back there and get my blankets? I'm like, no, I'll let them use them. I'll freeze to death, and then I can f- feel sorry about it later. For those who didn't bring blankets, shame on you. But, uh, but, but uh, the best part is when you're praying, God, just give me one. I want to see one person receive Christ. Just one person turn. One person to, to accept this amazing gift of faith that we all get to have and carry. And we sometimes take it for granted. We sometimes feel like we're failing. We sometimes feel like, you know, our Christianity is not working. What's going on? It's so, it's so impossible to be a real Christian in America. But it, in that impossibility, you are. You are a real Christian. All of you here who, who made it and who are going after God, you're, you're, real, you're the real deal. You are the real deal. God's, God, all the angels are watching you. Every, all the tension's on you. You're, you're going to change the world. Every single one of you, God has a plan and a purpose for your life to change the world in a radical way. And, you know, you're longing. You're longing in school clubs. Just give me one person, one person I can, I can show and teach and guide. You know, you're longing at, at your workplaces to, to just, you know, help me open one person's eyes, right? That's, that's our prayers. That's all of our longing. That's, that's all that we're putting in all this work for that, you know. And, 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 and we gotta, I got to see that. <laughs> I got to see that in my life. I, I, uh, I, I uh, met an atheist who came to church for the first time, which later I found out was not true, but for him it was like the first time because he was just a baby when he came. His mom was Catholic. And he came with two questions. And his number two, number one, number two question, number one, number two question is, if there is a God, why does he allow evil? And number two question is, why is Christianity the only religion why is Christian? Why do you think Christianity is the only religion that leads to God? And it was like, yes, thank you, thank you, Jesus. You brought one. You brought one for me. <laughs> and and uh, and uh, that was a joy to talk to him, be able to to not just tell him, yeah. And he was speaking English, which was amazing. Uh, we got his email. We're staying in contact. I emailed him. I'm going to tell you, I never take people's emails because I'm like, man, I hate writing (laughs) and I hate tracking. I hate tracking. I hate tracking relationships. Like I I like facial relationships. Like I don't see you, Sergi, for another three weeks, another three weeks. Say, hey, how's it going? And and we catch up, you know, like I don't want to know you ate Jack in the Box on Wednesday and and you you went to Disneyland with your folks, you know, tell me when I see you. Like, you know, I, 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 I have so many things to track that. You know, giving my email and giving a person information is not easy for me. Like, I went to Russia. I was like, give me your email. Give me your email. I'm like, give me your email, and I'll email you. <laughs> and, I, and some people are like, man, I got to email them. It's been a year and a half now. <laughs> and and, and I, I sent emails. Thank you, wife, for helping me. <laughs> we sent emails and, and just, you know, hey, you know, uh, one person is, hey, what happened? You just disappeared from service. You know, the person... He came and, and he had this great battle and he came. He's like, man, I love it here. I love it, this atmosphere, but I'm so 
tied into Catholicism. I, I, can't, I can't decide, you know, but all my Catholic friends are hypocrites. They all are pretending to be Christians, but they're so dead, and they're all in sin, and they're all promoting me to sin. And, but I, I, I have this desire in my heart to love God, and you can see that struggle. And I was, I was there just going, you got to make this decision. You got to do this. You got you to you cut this off. You got you to make that decision. And anyways, back to the atheist uh, um, he, uh, he's just a person who's confused. He's a person who's been bombarded with this information. And I thought it wasn't even prevalent in Mexico because I got to speak on flagellum and, and all the scientific evidence. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what am I talking about? Why did I come here? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> why am I in Mexico talking about scientific mumbo jumbo when nobody cares? You know, and then <laughs> the next night, <laughs> the next night, finally somebody cares. And it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he came to the marriage seminar, which was amazing. It was just led by God, and, and, and it was just dynamic, and it was just like the whole, it's like we, after an hour or what, we're like, hope this never stops. I hope we can just, there's got to be something more we can talk about marriage. I mean, this marriage subject is awesome. Like, and, and we had an awesome prayer, and, and he came in, he came, first message he heard was, was Dennis on, you know, believing the word and only the word, and it's like, for an atheist, does he really, you know, like, he's, that doesn't help him much, you know, like, but he loved it, and then marriage, you know, on how to be pure and holy, and he's like, man, he's not, I don't know if he's going to stay, you know, but he's like, man, I, I love it here, like, it's a breath, breath of fresh air, and, and I have, you know, so many other questions, and I'm going to email you, and we're going to stay in contact, but, but it's like, yes, man, this is what, this is what, you know, if anything, this is what God has been preparing us for, and and it's like just like confirmation that that all the work that we're putting in to our relationship, all the time you read the Bible plan, every time you you go and you just shut yourself and say, God, where are you? What's going on with my life? Where, I want to be a real Christian. That's duly noted. That goes into your character. That's 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 how you grow. And it seems like nothing's happening, but it is. And actually, every time I talk to a person that's that's that that wants change in their life, they're like, you know what? I want to overcome sin. You know what I tell them? Well, it's not magic. It's not instant. It's not, you know, after this prayer, you're going to feel, you're going to feel empowered. After you leave the service, you're going to feel empowered. But two days down the road, inertia happens. And regular life happens. And, and just as, just how you, you know, you, you, you gain weight, that's just how you lose it. It takes time. You know, you, you can't power through, you know, starving yourself for, for three weeks and think you're, you, you, you made it. As soon as you eat again, you're going to blow up and, 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 and you're gone. <laughs> Anyways, that's a different subject. That's off the course. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's a daily discipline that changes your life and it's very gradual. And we don't like that. But that's what we've got to promote and that's what really changes our life. As I say, hey, stick around for a year and then look back on your life. See what God did that's what's going to show you. That's really going to open your eyes, right? And, 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 and if you don't, you know, and, and, and you have friends that took off and you have friends that stayed and you're like, man, such a difference. Such a difference when God's in your life and, and when, when you're the king of your life. Amen. Um, this was my third trip and I have to say that I think this is my favorite trip by far. Uh, favorite mission trip that we went on, and it was it was amazing. Um, it's like we had everything there. It was exciting. It was it was uh, an adventure. There's a lot of praying and and preparing, and there's a lot of uh, you know fun, but there's a lot of hardships as well. And it was just like 
God was there the whole trip. And I don't know, I, I think, uh, I don't know, nobody shared about this, but this is a miracle, the fact that we didn't stay in Mexico, that we're here, that we crossed the border. I think that was a miracle. Because if you guys know how, that, how our truck broke, it was, was it the fuel pump? Was, it, was that what broke? Is that yeah, yeah. So it was this chamber, and the cap would come off. And somehow we got this, Dima put this thing together, and he put like a metal rod on top of this lid, and then, and then we put a, a wire around it, and somehow we twisted it to where, it, and it broke when, we, when he twisted it, and it broke, and it kind of stayed in place, and it lasted for like a couple hours, right? And then we crossed the border, and it broke again in Walmart. And, and so we're like, wow, that's crazy. And, you know, I have to say, Walmart is a lot warmer then you guys realize, okay, free, freezing outside is really cold, you know, and I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to be here in the cold. I'm going to Walmart, so, um, yeah, you guys should try it one time. It's actually not too bad. You know, you don't feel, you don't feel really good when you wake up, but it's, it's okay. Um, and I, I got to say, just being there, for me, the thing that I, that, that really just was so powerful for me was seeing uh, that God is alive, that he was moving in Mexico, that he was changing. And the three, I, I, this is my third time, and all three trips, I, seen, I see people growing in God. I see people changing. And, and it's like uh, we had, was that pastor, uh, Sasha, who was here? Um, he was talking about Zazakwaska, the, 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 the yeast that, that permeates. Yeah, the, uh, the yeast that permeates the whole dough. And it's, it's like it's, it's something small. It's the kingdom of God, right? It's something small. But it, it, it starts, it permeates the whole thing. And it, it, it works throughout the whole, the whole, you know, the church. And we see people changing. And, it's, and it might not be a lot at one time. It's not this big flashy, you know, thing that's like, wow, look, look at this, these big, you know, numbers or this crazy stuff happening. It's, it's maybe a little bit at a time, but it slowly grows. It grows, it grows. And we came here this time, and you see real changes, and you see people are really changing. And you're like, wow, God is actually doing something. God is alive in Mexico. And, it's, and you see, when you go, when you take the gospel, and you preach to people with the gospel, it, it changes things. And, you know, and, and I, and I got to say, we don't need to know Spanish, you know, Espanol, to, to go there and to make a difference. It's, I mean, it's good to know Spanish. It helps. You know, you could say, you know, cool phrases. I think I learned, I learned a couple phrases. You know, yo tengo hombre is like I'm hungry or something like that. And, and, and it's, there's just a lot, of, a lot of things you learn, you know. Yo tengo hambre, hambre. It's, honestly, the Duolingo app, it does not help. It's just like an hour on Duolingo, it does, does, doesn't do much. Um, but, but, you know, it's like we go there and you don't really serve with, with your language. It's more like you serve with your heart. You know, and, 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 you know, we're at the prayers and, and we're praying for people. And it's like, man, God was there when we're praying for people. And it's like you feel like you're serving from your heart. It's, you're, you're praying for someone. You, you don't even need an interpreter, uh, somebody to translate. You just, you, just, you just pray for them and you just serve from your heart. And it's like I had, I had a couple of guys come up, like five or four guys come up. You know, and we're talking and they have like, they combined, they know like a little bit of English and I know barely any Spanish. Somehow we were able to communicate, you know. So if you really want to talk to them, you know, and you're broken, barely Spanish, you could still, you could still do it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome to, it was awesome to, to, to be there. And I would, I would really um, recommend, you know, if, 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 even if you don't know Spanish, you could still go there and serve. Um, and I wanted to share a, a short word. If you guys could open up to First John chapter 3. Uh, we, we read from 1 John chapter 3 today, and 
<clears throat> I don't know about you guys. I love I loved this, this chapter today. It was just, you know, this first John and, and Peter and, and, and it's just so much good stuff. I don't know. It's like every time I read, I'm like, man, did I, did I see that before? And, and John, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a book that it really challenges you. It's, it's a book that really, um, he really gives you something that, that you read it. You're like, oh, that, that's great. But then when you really look into it, there's so much there. And I want to read from uh, chapter 3, verse 4 through verse 10. It says, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this, the children of God and the children of devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. And we see he, he, he says that uh, whoever is sinning, whoever makes a practice of sinning. In the, in the first chapter, he says, if you, he says everyone has sinned, right? Everyone has sinned. He says, he says if you haven't sinned, then you're a liar, you know, because we all sin. But, but here he says uh, whoever commits sin or whoever continues, you know, whoever continues in sin that person does not know God. And, and because it says God, it says Jesus came to this earth to take away our sin, right? He didn't just come down to this earth and die. He came down to this earth to die and take away our sins. And, and so, that we would not, so that we would not sin, so that we would not live in sin. And, and what I've seen there in, in this, uh, on this trip was that people change, that, that there's change over time. You know, God uh, when God is alive, when His Word is real, when, when, when God is doing something, He changes us, right? Over time, you see change. Over time, you see something happening in, in your heart. You see something, something changing in you. You're growing, right, from faith to faith, right, from, from glory to glory. That's, that's God. When God is alive, when, his, when Jesus is in us, and, and, and it's like that little yeast that permeates the whole dough, it works in us, and it starts little by little, but it continues. And we see, we see growth. We see change. And that's what we've seen there. We've seen in Mexico, we've seen change uh, because God is alive and he's real there. And, and, and we've seen God moving in there. And so God, uh, he, he changes us, right, slowly. And the question is, what about us? Is God alive in us? Is, is there, do we see change in our hearts? And, and this is when, when, when I read this, I said, wow, this is, this is something for me because, because I know that God has called me to not live in sin. God has called me to, to come out of sin. And, and you know, there's, we're not perfect, right? None of us are perfect. We all sin. But what does God want? God wants us to grow after him. He wants us, it says in, um, look at verse, uh, let's see, let's start from 18. And we'll go, uh, we'll go down. It says, My little children, let us, no longer, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows, and knows all things. Beloved, if our hearts does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we receive from him, because we, receive, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight, and this is the commandment that we should believe on the name 
of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he has commanded us. And and that's kind of that was the word that I that I was saying in, in Mexico. I'm not gonna re re preach it, but it was uh, that if you love God, you will keep his commandments, you will stay on his word. And you know, when we love God, it says God wants us to believe in him, right? God wants us to trust in him. God wants us to believe that his word is real, that that he is real. And 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 he said, if you believe in him, and he says, whatever you ask, you will receive because you're doing what pleases God. And God wants to give us strength. God wants us to grow in faith. God wants us to grow in our, in our knowledge of him. God wants us to grow in, in our holiness, in our pursuit of God. And, and coming back to that first thought is, he who, he who uh, abides in him does not sin. And I was thinking about that this morning. When you abide in Jesus, you don't sin. And, and, and it's, it's not that we're perfect, but, but you you become, you start living a life that, that, that's not in sin anymore. You don't make a habit of sinning. If you do sin, you come to Jesus and, and, and you repent, right? And you, you turn to God. And, 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 but but when, when you're not in him, when, 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 and it says, he who sins is of the devil. And, I'm, and I just saw there's a clear line between uh, that God has drawn here in the word. It's between those that make a practice of sinning and say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to sin. I'm going to follow after that. And, and, and I'm going to, you know, and those people, they, they don't want to change. They don't want to believe in God. They don't want to believe in his word. But, but then there's those children of the light, right, where it says whoever abides in him does not sin. And I said, wow, that's a promise from God. God has a promise for us that as long as we abide in him, he's going to purify us, right? He's going he's gonna to cleanse us. He's going he's gonna to make us holy. And, and uh, if you turn a couple of pages back to Second Peter, Second uh, Peter chapter 3, it says in verse 10, uh, verse 10 and verse 11, but the day of the Lord, uh, uh, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? And, and here he, he's saying, God is saying, what kind of life do we have to live? You know, and to, the, the day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night. And today we live in, in a day of, of perversion, right? We live in a day of, of just people are, are ignorant of the word of God and, and everything that is holy is laughed at, right, today. And, you know, we have, me and, me and Roman, we, we're, we're at work, and, you know, we have people always, you know, make, make, you know saying horrible things, and, and, and we hear it all the time. And, and what, what, it says, what kind of, uh, since, since all these things are going to disappear, what manner of persons you ought to be in holy conduct and godliness? What kind of lifestyle are we supposed to live? How, uh, what, what kind of, you know, we have this faith in God. We have this, this thing, and it says, you know, we believe in God, but the demons, they believe, and they tremble. But, but what, about, what about the life that we're supposed to live? And I was just thinking that God has so much for us, but it's our desire. It's, it's our, are we going to decide to, to live, are we going to decide to turn away from sin because God has given us the promise to, to, to separate us and to make us holy. And I wanted to, I wanted to, to, to say, uh, just that's all I want to say, but I want to lead a prayer. And just, I want us to pray and ask that, that God would help us in, in this, um, that, that, we would, that we would not sin, that we would abide in Christ, um, that his word would abide in us and that his word would, would fill our hearts, that we would have a love for his word. And, and uh, just a, a passion for, for him. You know, and there's so much that we can, we can say, yes, I love God. Or, 
you know, or I don't love God. And, and it says um, in, in 1 John, uh, coming back, it says that if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. You know, sometimes uh, we feel like, man, I don't feel like I'm safe. So, sometimes you, you have attacks and you have things coming at you. You have sins that are just trying to, you know, the devil, he's, he's attacking all of us. He, he wants to attack us. And he brings us down by condemnation, right? He, he, he brings guilt. He brings shame. He, he attacks us with sin. And, and here it says God is greater than our feelings. You know, sometimes we might not feel like, like I'm right with God. But as long as it says, as long as we keep his commandments, as long as we abide in his word, as long as we say, no, God, I'm going to read your word. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to stand on it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust it. And, and you know, that God has given us this promise that he's with us always. Um, and so I wanted to pray about that right now. So if we could stand up.